All righty, everybody. Good afternoon. Guru and Wiz, Fantasy Football Podcast. Wednesday, and we are nearing the end of June. Wiz, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, hanging in there. Um, looking forward to, uh, you know, as we get closer to the, uh, the season. And uh, <clears throat> we were talking yesterday, and you brought up an interesting topic, and uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and I think... Um, you know, as I've kind of started getting a little bit more serious, and, and 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 this topic, by the way, that we're going to talk about today, I'm not even going to the point where I've actually started to look at kind of matchups, you know, down the stretch and all that kind of stuff, or even or even over the course of the season. But uh, yeah. I, I I guess I had a little bit of a I would call it a little bit of a sense of panic when I kind of started um, going over quarterbacks, uh, quarterback choices. I think, you know, for, for the last few years, I think we've probably had the luxury where you didn't necessarily have to focus too much on the quarter, quarterback position. There was a decent amount of depth. Uh, you, you had some good choices. And I think, you know, this year with a combination of factors between, you know, maybe players in different situations, depending on the teams that they're on or personnel changes on the teams that they uh, you know, on, the, on their present roster, uh, losing losing big stars, um, you know, potentially a rookie looking over their shoulder, a number of different dynamics, and and and, and a couple of guys where they're up for uh, potentially signing their uh, extensions on their contracts. So, so when I when I really was taking a close glimpse at this, was I, I started to really come to the opinion, uh, and, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm completely off target here, but. Um, I think for this year, uh, I am going to make it, I think, an emphasis, uh, especially in these leagues where, you know, you're starting a quarterback each and every week, I, really emphasizing on, on, on which quarterbacks I'm going to be targeting and, and not taking it maybe as lightly as I have over the last couple of years going into drafts because I knew there was a, a lot of depth at the position. Yeah, I mean, you know, looking at it, I understand there are different – there are different factors why there is concern. I mean, you have some contract issues with some quarterbacks. You have some quarterbacks <clears throat> where they've lost um, their main receiver. Uh, <clears throat> then you have like a Deshaun Watson type situation. So to your point, I think there are different reasons uh, to feel the way you do. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I guess... Yeah, and, and I think you know there's been a strategy, right? O- almost like a zero quarterback strategy, where you can kind of. And, and I, I don't. Pretend, I don't really like this strategy because I think you and I have talked about this before. Where you're, let's say you go into the, the season saying, you know what, I'm just going to take a couple of guys, kind of ranked between number ten and number twenty, and I'll flip flop those guys based on matchups and stuff. And I and I think you've been able to get away with that, you know, over the last couple of years uh, because you've had some depth at the position. I don't know that you're going to have that same kind of luxury this year is, is kind of what I'm suggesting. Yeah, I think for me, what I look at is, you know, I looked at like these rankings and they're kind of like baked in. And I just felt like last year, Tom Brady was ranked just terribly wrong. And I was able to wait and wait and wait in most of my drafts and get him who I felt was going to be a top three to five producer at the position for you know, probably a quarterback that was taken outside the top and twelve, top ten, and top twelve, even because based on his age. And this year, it's just a little bit more difficult to do that due to the fact that you have your elite quarterbacks. I mean, there's no messing around. 
<clears throat> with the Josh Allens of the world, the Justin Herberts of the world, the Patrick Mahomes of the world. Um, you got to feel good about Joe Burrow. Um, you and I, you know, were talking about Kirk Cousins as well this year with that kind of new offense and Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott is pretty steady. But, boy, with Brady not having Godwin and Gronkowski at this point and Aaron Rodgers not having Devontae Adams and some of these other situations, Max Stafford, you know, you hear about injections in the elbow and you, it's never a good sign. And, you know, you have a bunch of these young quarterbacks. Are they going to take that step forward like a Trevor Lawrence and a Trey Lance? There's a lot of hope for Tua, but there's a lot of uncertainty as well. So uh, I think your point is well taken. And I guess right now when you're looking at it, you know, in the years past, you kind of felt good about 12 quarterbacks and you're going to get a good starter are you feeling that way this year? Yeah, no, I, I just don't feel that same. I, I, I think there's a chance that if you're in a 12-person league, uh, that there's a chance that a couple of you are going to be very disappointed despite the fact that you know quarterbacks are ranked in a certain spot. Uh, I, I think you're going to be hard-pressed to get that kind of performance from that player. Um, yeah, what, you don't, what you don't want is you taking a, your number one quarterback and then – you know, you, you're not you're taking them fairly early, right? And then you find yourself streaming quarterbacks. Not like playing a quarterback on a bye week or maybe another time when there's a terrible matchup for one quarterback and a great matchup for the other. You feel that there's a chance in a 12-team league there's a few guys that are going to have to be forced to be streaming quarterbacks all year. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly how I feel. I think I think that's an interesting point. <clears throat> um, you know, well, let's talk about some of these guys specifically. Do you have more concern about the young guys taking that step forward, the Trey Lances, the Trevor Lawrences, the Zach Wilsons, the, um, you know, um, or um, – or you feel, or Justin feels in that category as well. Or the more veteran guys that, for one reason or another, find themselves without, you know, their elite receivers like Brady and and Aaron Rodgers and 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 the situation with the arm and elbow, possibly of Matt Stafford. You know, what are you more concerned that or? Is there a concern equal with with both those type of scenarios? Yeah, first of all, you you describe two scenarios which I think are kind of rank probably one and two in terms of my concern. I didn't necessarily rank one over the other, but I would say I I, have, I, I think you can throw two in that group of young quarterbacks, by the way, uh, as a guy who comes with some question marks attached to him. I, I know they've given him a lot of new toys to play with, of course. Um, and then on the veteran side, yeah, like, and even, the, even on the veteran side, I would include guys like, you know, that kind of fall in between, which is a, which is a, which I think I think Murray and and kind of and and Lamar Jackson are kind of in their own category, quite frankly. Um, right. Uh, you know, because I think they probably have a lot of similar aspects going, similar things going on uh, with with both of those players. So I I think I, I'm not putting one over the other, but I think the concerns the concerns that you highlighted are 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 two of my most pressing issues. And I'd say, you know, as I sit here right now. Is Aaron Rodgers a player that I'm going to shy away from this year without 
Devontae Adams and potentially we see a team that actually runs the ball a lot more this year. Maybe A.J. Dillon gets even more action. I, I think we'll see a lot more of, of Aaron Jones out of the backfield catching the ball. But, yeah, I, I would say Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is a player I'd probably be shying away from in that kind of veteran category. I, I'd put Matt Stafford in there because additionally between the elbow, you know he had the back issues last year. You know, Robert Woods is gone. Obviously, Cooper Cup and him had great chemistry, but I don't know. Is it a possibility? And, and Andrew Whitworth, his left tackle, he's gone this year. So, you know, there, there are there are concerns, I think, equally between the veterans and, and those young players being able to step up. I would say, you know, based on that, you know, there, there's probably a group of like five or six quarterbacks that I'm really starting to key on uh, who I'm going to make sure I have one of them in every league I'm in. That's kind of the way I'm, I'm taking it at this point in time. I think I'm, I'm going to place a lot more emphasis on the quarterbacks that I feel have a lot less downside. Right. And so you're going to do something that maybe you haven't typically done in, in years past is you're going to, you know, make it a point to go get a quarterback and maybe even reach. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word or maybe not reach, but, go and take a quarterback in a round or in a spot that in the years past you wouldn't have done. Yeah, that's, pro- that's probably true. Now, now, w- w- what would my strategy be? You, know, you and I last year were partners in a Superflex league where you're able to start uh, two quarterbacks if you have the opportunity. Uh, let me ask you, you know, I mean, I mean, we haven't even discussed this, right? Let's say we're in that league again this year. Um, would you be of the mindset to make sure you got two of those elite guys, or would you be more of the mindset, make sure you get one of the elites and then get one of those guys in that second tier who you have a little bit more confidence in? Just for a name, let's say in your, in, in your eyes you have more confidence in a player like Tua, for example. Would you be comfortable with like a Mahomes and Tua in a, in a super flex league, that sort of thing? Um, I, I guess that's what would your strategy be in a, in a super flex league? But anyway, to, to your point, I, I'm saying I am going to, for lack of a better term, reach. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make sure that I, I'm going to get one of those guys that I feel has less downside. Yeah, I mean, I think there's also um, there's, there's an aspect of fantasy football that isn't talked about much. It's like a mental strain sometimes when every single week you have to, at that certain positions, you have to keep deciding between two guys that just appear even and it's difficult to separate them. There, there, there's something to be said about drafting set it and forget it guys. And Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, uh, you know, or, or certainly in that set it and forget it, guys, and then a bunch of guys after that, um, you're either going to take earlier than you normally would, or to your point, if you don't get any of those guys, it's going to be a streaming nightmare, I think, for uh, for a lot of teams if, uh, you know, if some of these guys don't don't play much better than they did last year. Let's put it like that. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, I think there's a, I, I, you know, so there's a couple of guys, you, you know, you mentioned Russell Wilson, obviously new team, new offense, new coordinator, new coaches, all, all different new, new personnel for him to contend with. Uh, we know he succeeded in the league before. Maybe this change of scenery really helps a player like Russell Wilson. Uh, what's losing Amari Cooper going to do for a player like Dak Prescott, who you and I both love the player? Um 
a talented running back crew, but they also have talented tight ends. C.D. Lamb is making strides. Hopefully Michael Gallup is able to get himself up and running early enough in the season. Um, you know, they've, they've made some additions with James Washington at the receiver position. Uh, you know, Derek Carr, does he take another step up, you know, with a healthy Waller, with Devontae Adams, his former college teammate there. So, you know, those are kind of those are kind of the players that come in that next uh, grouping. And I, And again, I think... You know, when I look at a player like Kirk Cousins, I, I think Kirk Cousins on just on site, you know, I, I would say, and I know there's a lot of negativity written about Kirk Cousins, but I think in this new offense with the personnel he has, you know, Kirk Cousins probably has a, a, a higher ceiling and a path for success than, than some of these other guys we're talking about. And, and Wiz, to one other point, I will tell you, like, you know, we talked about this before. You know, Blake Bortles was once a really good fantasy quarterback for a season or two, uh, playing from behind, all that kind of stuff. I, I was an owner. I think I mentioned this of Jalen Hurts in a couple of leagues last year. And I, I just thought owning that player was a complete headache. I can't remember. I, I, I would say probably half the games he played in, he did absolutely nothing in the first half. Uh, and the second half, he would try to bring the game back. His legs had a lot to do with it. Um I'm going to be curious to see how this works with him and A.J. Brown, obviously, who's you and I consider him one of the more elite receivers out there. Uh, but but can Jalen Hurts take that next step? I think Jalen Hurts, by the way, is going to be drafted. I think Jalen Hurts will be kind of like Kyler Murray was coming into these last couple of years drafts where there was a lot of excitement around that player. I kind of get the feeling that that's how people are going to uh, value uh, Jalen Hurts. I'm not sure that I'm ready to take that step, uh, especially after what I saw last year, and it was it was a it was a bit too adventurous for me. Yeah, I mean, I think you get the quarterbacks like Hertz and and Lamar Jackson, and and, and it's so predicated on what their rushing total is going to be and rushing touchdowns. It's just not quarterbacks that are going to be, you know, throwing for 350, 400 yards unless they're in these type of game scripts. But the Eagles are a much better team, and I don't think they're going to be in those type of, of, of game scripts where they're going to be throwing the ball all over the park in the, in the second half. I think this is going to be a year where you're going to have to really try and be clever with your matching up your quarterbacks, you know, you may have to, you know, match up a veteran quarterback like an Aaron Rodgers, and he's been for just about every year as a quarterback, a set it and forget it guy. But I think, you know, with losing Adams, you really have to back yourself up and maybe get a Trevor Lawrence or a Trey Lance or a quarterback that has potential in the case that. Rodgers and that offense is not nearly as, as explosive as it has been. So I think the the guard is kind of changing at quarterback. You're seeing these young quarterbacks, and and um, and we're going to see if they are going to be entrenched in the top ten for the next five, seven years to come, and how quickly maybe for some of the veteran quarterbacks um, the trap door opens and. You know, we've seen that before where, you know, you started watching Peyton Manning and you just couldn't believe the type of passes he was throwing. And when it comes to fantasy football, you'd rather be a year too early than a year too late. And, you know, that that's always a, a difficult one. But I think this year more than ever, you're going to have to be pretty clever with how you match up your quarterbacks because in a 12-team league, at least three or four teams are not going to be able to get a quarterback that they just feel we don't care who they're playing, what the matchup is, 
what the weather is, anything, we're starting him. So um, kind of pairing your running, your quarterbacks are going to take on a more importance, I believe, this year than other years. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, you know, look, there's, you know, you mentioned uh, these young quarterbacks. And you think about it, right, guys like Baker Mayfield and – Sam Darnold, for example, who had a lot of promise around them when they came out of the league. Baker Mayfield, number one pick. Sam Darnold, not too far after that. Uh, but, you know, you kind of slowly seen, see these guys. You know, obviously Mitch Trubisky hasn't worked out thus far. He's going to get a second opportunity in Pittsburgh. But obviously Kenny Pickett will be looking over them. Drew Locke has been a disappointment. Marcus Mariota really never lived up to expectations. I would say Jameis Winston, the same thing. Daniel Jones is fighting for his contract life right now, right? Like, so, uh, you know, Carson Wentz, you, a, a, you know, on his third team in three years. Like, there, there, are, there are rapid changes here. And, and these young quarterbacks, and, and let's face it, Trevor Lawrence for a number one pick. Uh, granted, Jacksonville was a complete disaster last year with Urban Meyer at the helm. You know, I, you know is, is, is that player going to take that next step up? So, so I would say a lot of pressure has been put on these young guys. But, but if, if you look at that group that I just mentioned, right, are, are, there, are there guys in that group that, that are gonna, at the end of their career going to you know, even come close to what like a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady accomplished? And the answer is probably a resounding no. Yeah, well, well, we'll have to see how it plays out. I'm gonna some of those young guys. Uh, I'm I'm gonna put a red X through their you know their first year or two because of poor coaching, didn't get a chance to play, um, weren't used correctly. So we'll we'll see we'll see how it plays out. But there certainly has to be paid more attention to quarterback in fantasy football this year than. In a long time. Yeah, and, and I think we're in agreement with that. You know, again, you know, this is just something that kind of I've been thinking about, and I'm, I'm glad I kind of piqued your interest in it as well. Uh, I don't know if you kind of had the same feeling before I kind of mentioned it to you, or it became, uh, I guess, more not pressing is not the word, but it, it became more uh, obvious that you know, yes, that might actually be the case this year. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier to take a chance on a quarterback uh, that you think, you know, you're getting value with and it's kind of risky when you have that rock-solid option at one. That turns into a completely different dynamic when you aren't sure and feel great about your number one quarterback coming in. So. We'll 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 see we'll see how it plays out, uh, but I think there is a lot of outcomes from quarterbacks eight to twenty. I think you could put them in a in a in a put their names in a big bowl, flip them up, and I think um, in in, in a, many different ways those rankings can come out from nine to twenty. Uh, from those, I think you know you have your core group that you feel good about, and then a bunch of them. Boy, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens. Yep. All right. Good stuff, Wiz. Well, I definitely enjoyed covering a lot of these different topics as we get ready to, I guess, the next step for us is, is really to start getting a little bit more specific and, and start breaking things down uh, team by team, division by division. Yeah, we're going to do team capsules, uh, you know, uh, 10-minute podcast, and hopefully under on each team, and then 
Uh, after we finish the teams, then we're going to get into the rankings, position by position, a little bit more specific than uh, we did today about quarterback and uh, kind of give people a little bit of a helping hand as they prepare for their drafts. All right, Wiz, good stuff. Well, I look forward to catching up with you probably in a week's time because I'm uh, hitting the road for a little bit. But uh, enjoy talking about this subject. Hopefully we uh, put some ideas in people's heads. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Again, make sure you're subscribing. And Wiz, I'll wish you a very good evening. You do the same. Thank you.